Well, this is the very last time you will hear me say this phrase. You ready to hear what it is? The Cleveland Indians. I will no longer say that phrase again. We live in this cancel culture, this culture that when something happens and we have a bad impression of something or a bad experience of something or don't even like something, we just cancel it. We get rid of it. We decide we no longer want to hear anything about it. I don't know about you, but I'm done with that. I'm done with this cancel culture where we just uh, uh, cancel things that um, uh, for some reason disturb us. We have had this cancel culture with God, too. The cancel culture with God has been this um, notion of God the Father. So there's been kind of, of a movement in the, in, the, in the church to cancel the image of God the Father. And I don't think that that's something that we should do. Because I think that there is something to be revealed to us in God and his fatherhood. Now, I know that there's reasons that people want to cancel God the Father. There's reasons that people don't want to look as God as Father because so many of us have been hurt and wounded by our own fathers. Perhaps some of you have been hurt and wounded by priests who are supposed to be Father to you. But instead of getting rid of the image because we've been hurt or wounded, I think that it's probably better for us to have the image redeemed. So instead of getting rid of this idea of God the Father, perhaps it's something that needs to be restored and healed. The entire reason that Jesus came into the world was to show us to his Father. The greatest prayer that he would ever teach us is the prayer of the Our Father. Jesus so much wants to reveal to us the Father's love. And so maybe during this uh, time, as we enter into this new church year, this could be a year where we focus on the love of the Father. Now, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, has declared this the year of St. Joseph. So he wants this entire year for all of us in the church to focus on the fatherhood of Joseph. And he wrote a letter that he released on the Immaculate Conception on the feast day that began, begins this year of the Feast of St. Joseph. And he titled it Patris Cordae, which means the heart of the father. And he says, with a father's heart, that is how Joseph loved Jesus, whom all four Gospels refer to as Jesus is the son of Joseph. And the, the different titles in the chapter reveal to us images of fatherhood. One chapter is called Beloved Father. Another chapter is called Tender and Loving Father. Another chapter is Accepting Father. Another chapter is merciful father. See, we have all these images that are so good of fatherhood. We hear in the scriptures today, the father is mentioned in each one of the readings in the Psalms. The first reading, I will be a father to him, 
and he shall be a son to me. We hear in the psalm, he shall say of me, you are my father, my God, my rock, my savior. And then we hear in the gospel, behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. If you know anything of the lineage of Jesus and of David, you know that they were not always good examples of fathers. As a matter of fact, most oftentimes they were really bad images of fatherhood. But they're not canceled from the lineage. They're included in there because they're a part of our history. And it's a part of our history that Jesus came into the world to redeem. And the reality is that all of us have human fathers, and our human fathers, in some ways, may be really good and have shown us great deal of love, but they always fall short of God's love. See, our human fathers are imperfect. And so in this year of St. Joseph, maybe it would be a good opportunity to restore the image of Father. And so I just want you to think about this um, for yourself. And maybe the question to ask Jesus during this year is, Jesus, can you reveal to me the love of the Father? Can you show me what you see in the Father and why you love him so much? It would probably be good in this year to reflect on our own experience of fatherhood. What were our fathers like? What are some of the qualities that showed us what God the Father's love is like? And what are the, some of the hurts that need to be redeemed and restored and touched and healed? I think it's good to look at um, St. Joseph and to think about, are there any father figures in our life? Are there any people that have taken us under their wings or mentored us or, or been father figures to us that we can kind of thank God for? could be a sponsor, it could be a, a good friend, it could be a mentor. And finally, just to really ask Jesus and to make an act of faith that God the Father is good and he is loving. I know that um, like my father's generation didn't have a really good experience or impression of God the Father. You know, they were kind of raised to experience God the Father and to be afraid of him and to um, kind of see him as this domineering figure. And God the Father is all-powerful, yet he's more so all-loving. Pope Francis says that he believes that maybe Jesus saw something in his own father, St. Joseph, his adopted father, when he preached the parable of the prodigal son, this good and loving father that runs to his son and tenderly embraces him and kisses him. And so this year of St. Joseph can be a year where we rediscover the love of the father through the intercession of St. Joseph. Now the Holy Father gave some um, opportunities for us to receive a plenary indulgence in this year. 
So plenary indulgence is complete forgiveness of sin, all remnants of sin, and all effects that sin may have on us. So it's an amazing opportunity. And these plenary indulgences can be ways concretely that we can reflect on the fatherhood of God and the fatherhood of Joseph. So I'm just going to tell you what the Holy Father said are opportunities for these indulgences. So as you probably know, a plenary indulgence is granted for all the faithful under the three conditions, that they um, go to the sacrament of confession, receive communion, and pray for the intentions of the Holy Father, and then have a detachment from sin. So the first one that he says is to meditate on the Our Father for half an hour. So to take a half an hour to meditate on the Our Father and how Joseph came to be a father to us. The second is to perform in honor of St. Joseph some spiritual or corporal act of mercy. So to perform some spiritual or corporal act of mercy in honor of St. Joseph. The third is to recite the rosary with your family. So he says that we can become a holy family by reciting the rosary together. And he says, especially couples that are preparing to enter into marriage, to pray the rosary. And I think especially for us as the parish of the Holy Family, that we take this opportunity really to celebrate this. The next one is everyone who entrusts their daily activity to the protection of St. Joseph and invokes the intercession of St. Joseph, especially for those who are seeking work. So just to dedicate some of your work in a, in a form of prayer for those who are seeking work. The next is to um, pray a litany to St. Joseph or any other prayer to St. Joseph authorized by the church. Finally, uh, faithful who will recite legitimately the approved prayer of active piety in honor of St. Joseph, which we're going to pray at the end of this. And then a really beautiful indulgence for this time of pandemic is for those who are sick and those who are homebound. So he says, amid the ongoing COVID-19 health crisis, the gift of a plenary indulgence is extended to the sick, the elderly, the dying, and all those who for legitimate reasons are unable to leave their homes. So this is really important that you share this with your loved ones who are not able to to come to Mass or to receive the sacraments right now. So he says they too can receive this plenary indulgence if they are detached from any sin and have the intention is fulfilling as soon as possible those three conditions and an act of piety in honor of St. Joseph. So I invite you and the Holy Father invites you really to allow this year to be a time to reflect on St. Joseph, to reflect on the fatherhood of God the goodness of that image, to allow that image, instead of being canceled, to be restored so that we can experience the great love of our Heavenly Father. And now I just invite you to join me in this prayer to St. Joseph. And you can just repeat after me. I'll say it phrase by phrase. Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only Son. 
In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph to us too. Show yourself a father. And guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace. Mercy and courage. And defend us from every evil. Amen.